Good morning, good morning, good morning, and welcome to episode 8 of Heather's Heart, entitled, I'm Learning How to Bow. Now, in observance of Juneteenth yesterday, we did not release the podcast, so we're back at it today, and it's entitled, I'm Learning How to Bow. Y'all stay tuned, this is going to bless you. Many of us have mastered the art of standing. We have mastered the art of overcoming, of landing on two feet, regardless of what we go through. We have learned how to stand. We have Donnie McClurkin stand down to a science. We are always going to stand no matter what comes our way. But I would like to say this. I want to make the assertion that life is more than standing. It is more than overcoming. It is more than surviving. It is also about being led to dimensions and places beyond our understanding. And I truly believe that when we work together as individuals and when we partner ourselves with someone that has a greater voice, with someone who's more established, with someone who's been places that we've never been before, we open up the opportunity for ourselves to be expedited through our journeys and processes. Honestly, all we have to do is look at the life of Jesus and notice his movements because he loved us so much. So much so that he gave up his life and endured one of the toughest journeys that I think anyone has ever endured to provide salvation to all of us. So say this out loud. I'm learning how to bow. I am learning how to bow. So when you bow, Here's what you do. You bend or you lower your back. Your head is parallel to your feet. The crown of your head would be visible to the person you are bowing to and your eyes are looking down. Now, when you kneel, you lower your body completely, allowing your body to rest on your knees. You bend your back, lowering your head parallel to the floor. The crown of your head should be visible and your eyes are looking down. Now in Japanese culture, they bow to indicate respect, signify emotions, appreciation, remorse, and gratitude. And if you do a long, deep bow, it means much more than a small nod. A long, deep bow means even more greater respect for whoever you're bowing to. Now when you kneel, you're offering reverence, submission, deference, mourning, and vulnerability, humility, a posture of petition. It's a position of deep respect, and it is the highest form of reverence. The highest form of reverence is when you get down on your knees and you bow before God. All right, so what does it really mean to bow? What's the definition? And this kind of messed me up, so I'm going to read this to you. The definition of bowing is to show weakness by agreeing to the demands or following the orders of someone or something, an act of submission, honor, and respect. All right, I want to read that again, and I'm going to break it down a little bit. The definition of bowing is to show weakness by agreeing to the demands or following the orders of someone or something. Now, if you read that definition, it does not describe any physical movement. And I believe that is because not only do you have to bow with your body, you have to bow first in your mind. So before my knees hit the ground, before my head lowers, in my mind, my mindset has to be one where it's going to submit to the demands 
or following the orders of someone or something, okay? So bowing is a two-part thing. It's mental and it's physical. It's mental and it's physical. It's mental, meaning I've thought about it. My mindset has switched to that, and that is what my body is going to do. Okay, okay, okay. Stay with me because this is going to bless you. God promotes the bower. This is what the Lord told me. God promotes the bower. When we bow, we are bowing to God's perfect will. We are bowing to God's plans and authority. It means we take no thought of ourselves. When we bow, we are showing our weakness to God by agreeing to his demands and following the orders that he lays before us. We are acting in submission and honor and respect. And God is looking for a bower in this season. He is looking for a person who just does not know how to stand, but they know how to bow. They know how to sit down. They know how to be in the room and submit themselves to higher voices. God is looking for an excellent bower. One who bows not in their body, but in their spirit and in their mind as well. You have to bow with everything in you to receive everything that God has around you. There are three reasons that I believe that people do not bow. So let's talk about those. Three reasons. One is lack of understanding. They don't understand the importance and what's tied to it. Some of us have not been taught. It's not a custom in our society like in Japanese and Korean culture. So simply what I'm saying is we don't understand it. We have a lack of understanding of what it means to bow, the purpose, what's tied to it. Because legacy is tied to your ability to bow. Legacy. Your legacy is going to be tied to your ability to bow. And so a lot of us... I think our legacy is just tied to leaping out on faith and doing um, new journeys, embarking on new business ventures. But I'm going to tell you, yes, faith is needed. You are going to need faith. But you also first have to bow and you have to be willing to agree to God's demands for your life. All right. So that was the first one. Lack of understanding. Two, it's expensive. It is extremely expensive to bow. It costs you. It costs us. What does it cost? It costs us our words, our thoughts, our authority, our behaviors. It costs us ourselves. We have to relinquish ourselves when we bow. It's expensive. You are priceless. I am priceless. So when we bow down, when we surrender who we are and we bow before God or we bow before a mentor, we are simply relinquishing ourselves over to that person. We are surrendering who we are to that person and allowing them to lead and guide us. All right. So it costs you you. Can I forget about me? Can I forget about my agendas? Can I forget about my priorities? Can I truly give up my authority? Ask yourself. You have to ask yourself, am I willing to bow in this season and give up everything I know, give up everything I think, 
Am I willing to die? Am I willing to surrender myself and yield to the leading of the Holy Spirit and yield to the leading of a mentor above me and allow their voice to be greater than mine? It costs you. Philippians 2, 3, and 4 says, Do nothing out of selfish ambitions or vain conceit. Rather, in humility, value others above who? Yourselves. Not looking to your own interest, but each of you to the interest of others. Our value increases when we esteem others above ourselves. Our value comes from our connections. Connect yourself to those of greater value. Lower yourself to be exalted. Now I want to go back. I want to go back to something. Because Philippians 2 and 3 and 4 is telling us that everything that we do Cannot come from a place of selfish ambition or vain conceit. We cannot be so focused on hitting our goals and targets. We have to act in humility, esteeming people higher than us. That means although I have a degree, although I have the knowledge and intellect, I still have to be willing to elevate people above me because I have to understand that it's bigger than me, it's bigger than what I know, it's bigger than what I've been taught, it's bigger than what I think, it's bigger than my vision, it's bigger than my dream, because it's not just about me achieving, it's about me having an impact, and that everything that is connected to me, everything that is around me externally, is going to elevate as I elevate. So I need to lift it up, and while I'm lifting it up, God is up underneath me lifting me up. See, here's the thing, elevation does not come from you, it comes from the Holy Ghost. It comes from God. God will exalt you in due season if you don't faint. God will exalt you. God will lift you up. God will elevate you when you are willing to bow and esteem others above you. And what I like about when you look at the definition of bow is that it says that your eyes are looking down. Meaning that you can't see. So just envision yourself before God. Envision yourself right before God, bowing before the throne. And there's this beautiful throne in front of you. There's a sea of glass in front of you, as Revelations tells us. Imagine yourself bowing before God with your crown of your head visible to God, your eyes looking down. If your eyes are looking down, you can't see what's around you. That's the reason why you have to submit to God is because when you bow to him, he is able to remove anything out of the atmosphere that is around you that will hinder you. Because the reality is none of us have eyes on the side of the head or the back of the head. We can only really see what's in front of us. And if we want to see what's behind us, we have to turn around. This is why mentorship and submission is important because no matter which way we turn our bodies, our vision is going to be impaired in some way, shape, form, or fashion. Hallelujah. If you bow to God, you'll never have to look to the side. Woo! God is saying, if you bow to me, you'll never have to look in your peripheral vision. If you just bow, I'll be your eyes. Hashama, I'll be your eyes. I'll get you to the place. If you are willing to bow down. Hallelujah. All right. So we talked about 
um, the first two reasons of why people don't bow. One was lack of understanding. Two was it's expensive because it costs you. Three is it lowers your status. As it said in Philippians 2, 3 through 4, it esteems someone higher than you. We lose positioning on the totem pole when we bow. Most of us do not want to be viewed as peons. One of the misconceptions of bowing and kneeling is we lose value exalting someone higher than us. That's false information. When we bow, kneel or lower ourselves, our energy and our authority, and bow to the oversight of someone else, we afforded the opportunity to share in the greater value of the person, the person that we bowed to. Now, what am I saying right there? Okay, so when I bow before God, before the throne, because I bowed, I have greater value because what he's the king of kings and the Lord of lords. So when I bow to him and I allow him to be in control, my value increases because I'm no longer riding off of my anointing, my power, my authority. I'm riding on his. And since he's the king of king and lord of lords and all power is in his hand and his name is greater than above any other name, then I am operating in a greater system of value, meaning that my value, my property value just went up. The real estate that I have in God just went up. So when you are willing to succumb to the voice of a mentor or the voice of God, you take on their value, which increases your value. Don't miss the opportunity to partner. Don't miss the opportunity to be mentored. Do not miss it. Because when you miss the opportunity for mentorship, you miss the ability to increase your value. Look, here's the reality. This gives us access to God's resources when we bow. Because we are partakers in his kingdom. It gives us access to power and authority. When a leader feels true submission from a follower, it opens the leader's heart to champion their cause. What am I saying? That when you bow to God, when you bow to leadership and a mentor, you are simply moving that leader's heart to champion your vision and dream. Because that leader sees that you are willing to surrender yourself to learn then they are willing to open up every resource that they have to the betterment of you. Okay? Open yourself up to that. Because we make God's agenda our agenda, God turns around and makes our agenda his agenda. I'll say that again. When we make God's agenda our agenda, he makes his agenda our agenda. Matthew 6 and 33 says this, Seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and all these things will be added unto you. God supplements our lives with all that we need when we submerge ourselves in his purposes. I'm going to read that again because I want you to get it in your spirit. Get it in your spirit. God supplements our lives with all that we need when we submerge ourselves in his purposes. Our value Again, it increases when we have God's backing. Whew, that's a lot. I hope I'm helping you. 
So that concludes the three reasons why people don't bow. That was lack of understanding. It's expensive and it lowers your status. It's time to take a break. So let's bounce a little bit. I got some music for you. Heather's Heart, the podcast. I'm brand new. I'm brand new. I feel brand new. I feel brand new. I feel brand new. Feeling all the pressure as the crowd gets louder Lights in my face, feeling every bit of power Spiritual walking, singing my face on flyers I never gave up because Christ is the highest He took me through the test, I've been through the fire I can say I made it, undisputed fighter No more of the pain, no more of the crying The sky is a limit, call me first class private I feel brand new since you made me Hello to all my hearts out there. This is Heather of Heather's Heart. And after episode 10, the next 25 episodes is going to be a series entitled, Who Told You It Was Over? And what I want is stories of people who accomplished and beat the odds. Whatever they were facing, they beat it. So if you know someone that has a great testimony or story of how God brought them over, I need you to connect them to me, please. You can submit their names one of two ways. On Instagram, it's at Heather's Heart Lead, or you can email me at heather.larue at icloud.com. That's H-E-A-T-H-E-R dot L-A-R-U-E at icloud.com. I look forward to sharing your story. Hey, y'all, we are back. That was Message Music's No Worries remix from Cincinnati, Ohio. So make sure you go and support him. That's Message Music No Worries remix. And I also had an announcement following about stories and testimonies that I need. All right, let's get back into it. We talked about the three reasons why people don't bow. One was lack of understanding. Two, it's expensive. Three, it lowers your status. Now, there's three things that bowing reveals about us. So let me talk about those. The first one, your level of submission. Your ability to bow or inability to bow will reveal the level of your submission. When we bow, it reveals our ability to submit. And when we submit to the leadership above us, they lead us in the natural as well as the spiritual. All right, let's look at Elijah and Elisha, Samuel and Eli, Mordecai and Esther. Allowing someone to be governor over you shows God and the leader above you that you can be faithful to what you cannot see. It says, I don't know it all. And I'm trusting leadership to help me gain understanding. It says you can embrace the pruning process necessary to achieve God's results. Mentors add provision to your vision. Say that. Mentors add provision to my vision. Mentors connect the dots of your intangible vision to a tangible reality. I'm going to read that again because I want you to get it. Mentors connect the dots of the vision that's inside your head. And they connect them to a tangible reality, meaning they help you make 
things happen. They help you bring your dream and vision into a reality. Mentors are essential. So, so your submission to them is essential because it is going to detail how the next phase of your life is going to be. Okay? Leadership, mentorship allows you to be submissive to someone greater than you so that you can get to your destiny, so that you can achieve your purpose. And a lot of times when you choose to follow, when you choose to lay down yourself, when you choose to surrender your authority, when you choose the route of submission, you will always accomplish your mission. Okay? You're not going to miss the target. So God is wanting us to be submissive. And so when you are able to bow, you show God and you show that mentor, I can submit that I trust your leadership. All right. The second thing it reveals is character. Character is also called your moral self. So I'm going to ask you, what is your moral structure? What are your habits, your motives, your thoughts and intent? Character displays your heart's intent. The leader will see who you are through your actions. In other words, God has your character on trial. Your character is always being noticed. God is always paying attention to how you handle things. To how you handle yourself. How you handle situations. How you handle listening. How you handle talking. And can you, can you wholeheartedly be submissive, number one. And two, can you display the right character? Because our success is hinged on our ability to allow our behaviors to match our words. And God's intent should be your intent for your life. All right, number three. The third thing that it reveals, that bowing reveals about us is faith. Our level of faith in particular. And without faith, it is impossible to please God. That's what Hebrews 11 and 6 tells us. God is moved by faith. When you bow, you are essentially bowing in faith. So every time you kneel, every time you submit your authority, every time that you Show God the weakness that you are. You show a mentor the weakness that you are. You are bowing in faith. And bowing tells God that we will not run interference with his movements. I'm going to say that again. Bowing tells God that we will not run interference with his movements. We will not get in the way of what he's doing. We will not disrupt his plans. Because we bowed in faith. And when you bow in faith, you bow believing that God is able to do greater than I could ever do. When you bow, you are saying, my faith that I have, I'm putting and I'm instilling it in you, God. And I am trusting that you are going to lead me in the right direction. That you have ordered my steps. I am trusting and I am bowing because I have the faith. To do the impossible when you're on my side. God is on your side. And when you bow, you allow him to stand before you. You allow him to go ahead of you. So you don't have to fight battles. 
Now, I'm going to go back and repeat what I said earlier, and that is when a person bows, they cannot see what is ahead of them, what is on the side of them, what is behind them. Bowing says, I put my faith in you, God, to do whatever it is that you need to do. So that's the three things that bowing reveals about us. It reveals our level of submission, the level of our character, and the level of our faith. In this season of your life, decide. Intentionally decide to allow God and to allow someone a tangible person in this earth to help you get to the greatest dimensions of your life. That concludes the podcast episode eight. I'm learning how to bow because we're learning. I'm learning how to bow because I am really learning how to bow in this time when I get up. The next time. I get up, I will be occupying the spaces that I dreamed about for the entirety of my life. So tell yourself, my next season is about to be my best season because I'm learning how to bow. I'm telling you, your next season's going to be your best season and you're going to live in that season for a while. All right, you all have a blessed week and it'll be dropping again on Monday. Then after that, we're going to go into the Who Told You It Was Over series where we share the stories and testimonies of how God truly allowed people to overcome. This podcast is designed to inspire you. It's, it's designed to help you find every reason to live, to find every reason to go on, to find every reason to accomplish the task ahead of you. All right. I love you. Signing out. Heather's Heart, the podcast. We'll see you next Monday. Heather's Heart. Heather's Heart. Heather's.